Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's fucking minging, that. I tell you what, David, it's fucking men against fucking boys all over the fucking park. It's fucking weak as pissed, they are. Welcome along to the Rock and Report podcast. It's not a very happy podcast as we are now reacting to Sunderland being booted out of the FA Cup first round for the third season in a row. Paddy Hollis, where on earth did we start with that one? It's, I was saying before, it's just like, you know, after a, after a defeat to a low league opposition, you want to feel angry. But after watching that, I just, I don't feel angry and that, that sort of, that worries me because we were just abysmal. We were just so bad. Just no, nobody's nobody stood out there. Nobody's like shone in that game. And you know, from from like the first from the first hit, like from kickoff, just everything just looked like it was going to go wrong. And we just just so disjointed. And I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's so hard to just just figure out how how we just we failed to turn up so badly there against a team who are run a pool run a form themselves and in the league below but they've come here and they've put in a good strong performance and the worst part is they haven't really had to work that hard like they've, they've gone away they're in, they're in the next round and that but they haven't really had to like really work for that you know the the, the way it's gone you know that they've got the goal it's just it's a horrible mistake from Burge and then from there it's just you know they've created chances they probably could and should have had more in the first half yeah. and it's just it's just really worrying to see performance like that. See, I think if a neutral was to watch the highlights back of that tonight, they would be convinced that Mansfield were a division above us. We were the, the lower league team. And like you see, I think after 10 minutes gone, we, we haven't done anything really. And obviously we've been dicking around and you could see the amount of times all of these short passes, the way they pressed us further and higher and higher up the pitch, we were always one mistake away. And I think you're quite right in that sense. As soon as we conceded the goal, that nothing happened. There was no urgency. There was just nothing about us. And, you know, Johnson keeps talking about getting this response. And you're just kind of wondering, well, when is this response going to come? And I don't want to overreact because I'm, I'm probably, you know, becoming the minority, I guess, that I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Lee Johnson. But do you subscribe to this theory that something's gone on behind the scenes? Do you think he's lost the dressing room? Because two weeks ago, everything was absolutely fine. We were over the moon that we were knocking QBR out of the cup. But all of a sudden now, it's like the wheels have come off and we've literally just hit panic stations. Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, something something drastic must have changed somewhere because, as you said, you know, it's the, the way the wheels have come off in the last sort of two, three weeks is just, I mean, it's pretty spectacular even for Sunderland, you know what I mean? No, we had 
October was, you know, apart from, you know, obviously the, the win down at Crewe and obviously the, um, the, the cup win against QPR, apart from that, it's been, it was just, it was three pretty dire league performers, you know, to, to pick out. And then obviously, you know, you know, you think, you know, new month when we can pick it up, you know, and we've gone into these two games, you know, obviously the, the back end last month at Rotherham, then, you know, we think, oh, let's, let's bounce back at Sheffield Wednesday. And, you know, as you said, we're getting this whole, idea of like Johnson thought we'll, you know, we want a response you know, we'll get a response in the next game and we're just it seems like it's getting easier and easier for teams to beat yeah. us because yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah I, I know obviously they you know they, they got their goal it, it was fortunate you know, it was it was gifted to them by Burge but the thing is on another day they could have been three up at half time yeah. oh, yeah. you know what I mean they had the chance where you know, their lads just, he's put it just wide and then um, there's the deflected effort which could have gone anywhere and to be honest they just you know, I mean, on on paper that'll be an upset, but as you said, for for people who were there and the neutral watching, they're going to be thinking that. Well, it looks like it's the more composed team have got have, have gone away to a, a team like lower down the football pyramid and got the job done in the cup. But the reality is that you know we're we're in that we're fighting for promote. Well, fighting. We haven't really shown much fight Not recently. Much fight, I know. Are we at the minute? <laughs> There's up. Yeah, there isn't much fight on the, around at the minute, but. Um, no, I mean it's just that game. It was just like I said. I mean, all this, 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 this there was a lot of booze at full time. It's understandable because it was just it was dire. You know, oh, yeah. people, are, you know, people are coming. This, this paying money to come and watch it, watch our team, and they're just they're just so flat. And you know, today was a chance for you know maybe some of the more fringe players to get their chance. You know, I mean, we've seen Burgess. He's kind of turned into sort of our our unofficial like cup keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you think, oh, it might be a good chance for him to maybe not strengthen his uh, position uh, in a shout for just to play in the league games. But after that, I mean, you know, it's it's back to square one. Yeah. I, I, you know, have we got two keepers who are just have no confidence? And is that lack of confidence just spreading across the team? Because from what I've seen here, I think it is. Were you surprised by the lineup today, though? Because I was expecting at least a couple of more of the 23s to be involved. And when when he announced that lineup, I was pretty convinced straight away. I was like, that is a team that we can easily go score two, three, four goals against these. Perhaps that's my naivete because we're so devoid of confidence. But I'm looking at the likes of Diaku thinking, right, here's a lad who's played for Bayern Munich. You've got to have something about you. And at the moment, honest to God, he's like Bambi on ice. Like, I really, I haven't seen anything convincing from him yet to actually think he'll be a success here. I, don't, I mean, the thing is, I said this before about Dejaku. It seems like he, he can only, he only seems to be able to play when he comes off the bench. Yeah. And it's as you said, this is a guy where you know, obviously, he wasn't, he wasn't a first team or a, a by any means at Munich, but he's been around that setup and he's been around that culture of how they play football. And it just seems that every, every time he started, he's just, I don't know, he just doesn't. I, I don't know what it is. You think if he's given more time on the pitch, he'll make more of a difference, but. It seems like he's just he's he's the impact sub, but the thing is he's he's coming in as like this kind of uh, you know a, a player who you think oh you know he's coming from Munich he's got like he's got this sort of pedigree from his his you know his training and his background and he's just I don't know he's just you can't put your finger on it because he's it, he shows glimpses of it but then he'll just go back on himself and it's like all the hard work he's put in just just appears. Yeah, I think there was a minute in the first half, wasn't there, where broadheaded. Um, it kind of got us up the field 20, 30 yards and then he was looking the team in on the right-hand side and, and they were just they just weren't on the same page and Broadhead started to lose his head with him and that's that's where we are I think as a team at the minute we just look so incredibly disjointed we, we couldn't pass a ball between each other and if you're looking at the supposed leadership group 
I mean, Jesus Christ, for a captain's performance today, you, you don't want to really sort of lay into players. Evans was shambolic, barely right. I feel like every time the ball was coming to him, he was just launching the ball 30 yards forward. And even when we made those changes at half-time, it just, it just done nothing. And I've, I've seen nothing again from the likes of Pritchard and people like that. We keep saying about the likes of him have finally got to try and, and do something here. And, and again, I'm thinking, I'm just scratching my head. I'm, I, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned, actually. And like I said, two weeks ago, everything was absolutely fine. So it, it's worrying. You're right. And just kind of going back to the booze at full time. I mean, there was, I think there was, there was a lot of commotion on, on social media last night, people kicking off about the attendance and stuff like that. And I'd say, let's be fair, although there were booze at full time, I mean, where I was sat just outside the southeast corner, they were still rallying them on until the 80th minute. And, you know, the, the people might say anything about the attendance, the numbers and stuff like that look to try and get people's interest to come and watch us play Mansfield and you know you don't have the team reply and it's understandable why people don't want to come I mean Christ almighty we've got Bradford on Tuesday that is the ultimate dead rubber game I don't want to come to that but I mean the, the fans done everything they could they could didn't they yeah they did I mean as you said you know I mean it's it's FA Cup first round and we're up against a team who are out of form and in the league below us if you're ever going to get a game where you know maybe you know we were selling off, you got like the cheaper tickets. But if you're going to get a game where you want to bring like fans in, and especially bringing younger fans, and then give them a performance to keep them to keep them interested in the club, it will be today. And we've done the exact opposite. And I know it's you don't want to go too like go on about it too much, but it was just everything about everything about today is just. It's just gone wrong, and you know it's it's this run we're on. It's just the more it goes on, you know, that the more questions going to be asked, and it just it makes you wonder, like, are we going to get the answers anytime soon? Because if if Johnson comes out there after, after the game and just says, you know, if he sort of draws out the same kind of thing, oh, you know, we we'll look for a, for a reaction in the you know in the Papa John's game or you know for for the next league game, which to me home to Ipswich. The run they're on and the way they're playing, that's at, at this point in time, I'm not looking forward to it at all. Because if if they put, I mean, they went to Wickham, who 100% home record, beat them 4 1, yeah. like easily, just didn't barely like, get out of second gear, and they just went and wiped the floor with them. And then obviously they're, they're up here in two weeks. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to kind of go too much into there, the whole Johnson in, Johnson out debate. There's fans obviously rightly on either side. I think, um, you know, for Paul's subjective, I can understand people arguing on either side, but rather than, you know, ask you what side of the fence you're leaning towards, do you think his job's at risk? Do you think mentioning the Ipswich game, if it is the case that we would lose that one, that a decision would be made, do you think? I think, yeah, I think that's going to be, maybe not so much for Johnson himself, but I think to gauge I, I think how we how we approach that game, I mean, if that ends up being another Pompey or Rotherham where we get turned over, but obviously the big difference there would be it's at home and there's a, you know there's a hell of a lot more of our fans in the ground than there were down at Pompey and at Rotherham. I think it's going to be hard to really say what the stance is going to be on Johnson after that. But I think if if we were to, it's going to, it's it's massive. I mean, it was always going to be a big game because you know they were in a great run of form. But I think after the run we're on, it's going to be. If we get beat comfortably, I think, you know, the, the fans at full time, they'll let 
you know, they let the team and Johnson know exactly what their thoughts are, and rightly so because we're on a bad run. And if if we do end up getting getting trounced at home, I think, and that's that's going to play a big part in moving a lot of people towards the sort of Johnson out camp. Well, that's probably the time to leave it because I honestly can't be asked to talk any more about that. I'm going to go home and I think uh, I think either heavy drinking or Chinese is on the uh, the menu for tonight. But uh, if you've managed to, to last for the full duration of this pod, well done. Thank you very much for hanging around. I don't know if we'll be back to do a big pod on that because, by God, I don't think we can, we can actually just get anybody wanting to relive that again. But we will be back some point next week. And uh, thank you for listening. See you later. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.